we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's game against Spurs on Sunday at Villa Park. <laughs> Where are we right now? After the, after the winter break, where are Villa as a side? Going against Spurs, tough game. I mean, it's a bad end to the pre-winter break in the fact that Spurs have obviously beaten Man City at home 2-0. Yeah. I felt like they were a bit ropey leading up to, to that game. And then we've lost to Bournemouth as well in what was a poor defeat, mm. I would say. So you suddenly feel like going into that game, Tottenham will have got a bit of buoyancy about them. They'd, they'd have been lifted and... We're perhaps a, li- a little bit down in the dumps about the Bournemouth defeat. The good thing is, is that I think the cup final will add to a general good feeling, and will, ma- will make us have a good feeling generally around the place. So I think the atmosphere of Villa Park will be up. I think we thought that Sunday. though for the Bournemouth game. No, we thought that that was going to be home. No, yeah. I think the home games now the atmosphere will be rocking because we've got a cup final right. on the horizon, and it's the kind of game Villa need to win because we haven't picked up any results against the big boys, any any results that you wouldn't expect. So the last time we're at Villa Park. We beat Leicester, mm. which I think would, you would say has been, although it's not in the league, you would have said that was an unexpected result and a big scalp. So hopefully Villa can carry on that mentality rather than the Bournemouth mentality. What do you make of the Mourinho-Spurs side so far? It's been a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde year since he since he's taken over. You know, we've seen some really dominant performances by them, and obviously a two 0 win against Manchester City is fantastic. But we've also seen a bit of a kind of uh, a bit of, of a laboured side of, of, of Spurs as well I think that they were having those kind of performances under Pochettino mm. as well so I don't think that's a, a Mourinho thing I think he got a tune out of them when he first came in sometimes when a different voice comes in 
in the short term it can help but then they've kind of reverted back to type to the kind of games that they were having under Pochettino as well it's not his side at the moment so he's done a bit of business in January they've got a couple of couple of players in some well some well known players but you wouldn't look at Tottenham and say that's a typical Jose Mourinho side when you look at his sides that that have been successful in in the past so I do think they'll be the ones that end up getting fourth. I think they're sixth at the moment, aren't they, Spurs? Yeah. I, I actually think they'll end up gazumping Chelsea. Do you? Come the end of the season. Yeah, I've just, just just got a feeling. I actually think they'll go quite far in the Champions League as well. The Champions League is kind of Mourinho's baby, mm. isn't it? So it could be the start of a good run for, for Spurs now, but obviously Villa need it to, to not be. We need, we need to stop them in the tracks and we need to start picking up a result against the side like Spurs. Yeah, because, I mean, for, for Villa opposite end of the table and you know only only one point separates us from 19th at the moment but then it's not too far away to get up and climb up and, and, and meet where Palace are you know with no, the, we need to drag teams like that in there exactly and these are the games these home games in particular that are going to be so important yeah I mean I think so far the, the games that there has been while Villa have been off the results have been pretty good for us mm. Towards the end of the Bournemouth game as well, the results started to turn in our favour. At one point, we were going to be in the bottom three, and, and, and we're not. We're still just skating a little bit above there, one point above West Ham. So if we'd have beat Bournemouth, we'd have only been three points off 10th at, yeah. at the time, which would have, would have been massive. And as I say, it keeps the other teams involved. It drags teams like Newcastle, Palace, who you think perhaps were going to be safe. It drags them back down down in there. And that's what we need to do. We need to win as many games as possible to keep keep in touch with those kind of teams because it's no good. People were saying, oh, well, we're still not in the bottom three. I don't think that's the right mentality. I think you've got to be look, looking upwards and getting closer to the teams like Burnley, like Southampton, like Newcastle, and just trying to keep yourself away from trouble full stop. I totally agree. That, you know, Each week we say, oh, yeah, we're not in the bottom three. Sure, but one win, and, and if that's in week 38, and, and that win yeah, comes... Yeah, you've been there. You yeah, know, that's right. That, so taking the points when they're when they're so close is is what we've got to do. And and on the face of it, Spurs looks like a tough game. How do we how do we beat Spurs? It's a good question, Tom. <laughs> Not one I necessarily know know the know the answer to. Be interesting to see what he does in in midfield. I think Louise and Nakamba have have been good together mm. in in recent games. But then I, I thought they were both a little bit off. And the whole team was to be fair against Bournemouth. He's obviously got Drinkwater, mm. who he kind of wants to play to, to get up to speed I'm not sure whether this will be the game you see him back in there I do think at some point we'll move away from three at the back to perhaps accommodate all three and obviously you've got Harahan chomping at the bit mm. to play as well I don't think he's even got on in the last three games which he, he won't be happy with we're short on centre-backs as well we don't know what Conser's injury situation is at the moment I thought Engels was one of the plus points in the Bournemouth game he came on and did well I don't think we'll move away from three three at the back in this game yeah. but I do think it's something that he will look to do in in the future but we've just got to do what we did against Leicester basically when, when there's pressure deal with it Keeper's going to have to be on top form but we look dangerous on the break mm. in that game at the moment the simple thing to say is just get Jack on the ball as much as possible yeah he's that the one a simplistic he? way of looking at it but that's what we need. Yeah, he's he's been. I mean, it, 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 it's not a it's not a, a hot take to say that he's, he's a decent player, isn't he? He's it? been okay, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, um, that <laughs> he, he continues to get to get linked with Manchester United and the like. That's what a joke. So stupid, the press. I mean, I actually think that one day he will go to Manchester United. Mm. But the fact that they're saying at the moment he's oh, it's all a done deal. It's not a done deal. Mm. Mm-hmm. And 
So uh, around him though, who are you expecting to start on the wings? Do you think El Ghazi still still keeps his starting? I place? think it might be Trezeguet's turn. Okay, it does kind of feel like we take take it in turns with Trezeguet and I've... El Ghazi, but then both of them look better coming off, coming on the bench, coming also, off the bench. Sorry. The, the winter break kind of throws that into uh, yeah into anarchy, doesn't it? Because uh, it, it, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I really like El Ghazi, and I, I feel like you know he has been quiet for the last couple of games, but. It takes those couple of games before he goes on a run and becomes really influential. We've seen it last season and we've seen it earlier this season as well. I, I kind of hope that El Ghazi keeps the shirt. The bits I've seen of Spurs, I feel, I mean, it might change under Mourinho because, to be fair, I've seen them more under Pochettino than I have them under Mourinho, but I felt like they were easy to get in behind mm. or that was the way to hurt them. So Samata obviously gives us that angle that we didn't have before with that's a striker right. that's, that's a willing runner and that will make runs in behind def- defences and that's how he likes to... Receive the ball, so he might actually help Jack because he might the threat of him running in behind might push Spurs further back, and then that gives Jack space as well. That, as much as I've said how much I rate Mourinho and stuff, and it's not his team, I don't think it's the Spurs team of the last few years. They've lost; they will have lost games to opposition you wouldn't have expected them to mm. this season. So I would say it's as good a chance as Villa have at taking a scalp this season. How different do you think the Villa team is to the to the one that started the season and was obviously one nil up against Villa and yeah. then just ran out of energy? Feels like quite a different side mm. actually because a lot of the players that had played more in the Championship started that first game. If you look back at it, the two fullbacks, for example, it was Elmer and Taylor that day. At that point, it was Engels and Mings at centre back. Heaton's now injured Connor McGinn and Grealish was the central midfield and that was very much the midfield that we played in the championship and then we played Trezeguet and Al Ghazi as the wingers and Wesley up front so it's a completely different the makeup of the side is completely different to what it was mm. back then that feels a long time ago mm. now that that first game of the season doesn't it it does and, and Smith's had his had his chance now to kind of bed these players in obviously everyone was almost brand new to the Premier League at that stage and, and most of these players now have a little bit more experience experience of playing in the Premier League we were we were not fit enough for, for Spurs again just purely on a kind of athletic level we're ready to take them on way more than we were in August yeah and a start, little partnership starting to build that perhaps weren't there on that, that first game of the season if you look down the left hand side mm. one of the reasons we were I thought we were so good against Leicester was targeting Jack sure. down the left because they did link up really really, really well and they were a, a constant threat targets getting back to the kind of player I thought he was going to be and I think the formation change has done absolute wonders yeah. for him we just got to cut out errors in silly individual errors are, of what led to a lot of goals that we've conceded you're always going to concede goals especially as a, a newly promote, promoted side not Sheffield United obviously because they've completely rewritten all rules yep. of newly promoted sides but you're going to concede goals but the level of goals we've conceded from a mistakes point of view has been really really disappointing and that's that's my main disappointment this season is that we've chucked games with too many individual errors. You're going to get the, the odd few, obviously, but there's been too many from a Villa point of view and Dean Smith will have been tearing his hair out at times. Mm. Yeah. At the other end of the pitch, Samata has now played a couple of games for Villa. He's had a couple more weeks of training um, over over the winter break. and Well, I suppose he hasn't trained that much, actually. He's been doing some work behind the scenes. He's right. been posting on his socials. I've, so. seen, I've seen a lot of him being at various locations in Birmingham, Curry Houses and oh, Sainsbury's and all great sorts. To see, great to see him at my favourite Curry House, the Cabbage. Oh, I've been. the Leicester game. Yeah, yeah, you've been to the Cabbage, haven't you? Nice little plug for them. <laughs> Best Curry House in Birmingham, Cabbage in Sutton Caulfield. It was very enjoyable. How important is he going to be, um, obviously grabbing the goals, but but being a live wire, getting in amongst them? Oh, the worrying thing is, isn't. I mean, he's got the monkey off his back with the goal early, early on, so we haven't got to worry about that. 
there's just so much pressure on him like Wesley mm-hmm. because Keenan's suddenly injured again and the annoying thing is I think Keenan's done well off the bench the last couple of games yeah. but he just can't stay fit he's a, w- a walking injury and that's really really disappointing and it's ruined his last couple of seasons Keenan really I mean we haven't even spoke about him on the Villa View at any point I think but we've obviously got Borja Baston will probably step up mm-hmm. to, to the bench now but there's still just an awful lot of pressure on, on Samata to be the goal scorer to be the one to lead the line he's got to stay fit but just having something different, I think that's what we lacked even when Wesley was up there. I'm just the option to go something different and have someone who's a William runner in behind. Samatra will do that, but he's got to stay fit now. And we need him in the goals because it feels like Jack's been the, the only one scoring really in the league in recent times. Mm. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I've already seen a lot of Samatra that I, that I like in these in these two games already. And the way that he the way that he picks the ball up and looks for other players he obviously got very close to scoring in in his debut as well where he just you know he should have Finds scored some good positions he, and he should have scored but yeah, yeah exactly if he, if he can just get that little bit of sharpness and you know that 1% and that and that goal goes in you know so he he like you say he really is key and and staying fit is important we don't know anything about Baston really apart from the fact that he started well for Swansea and and for one reason or another has fallen by the wayside I mean we need that to just be one of those freak signings that for some reason works meet out you. he yeah, just needs to come from nowhere and do a, do a job for us and mm. maybe just grab a couple of goals between now and the end of the season that will turn out to, to be important I do think Sunday is a winnable game mm. I think it's the best chance we've had against top opposition so far this season the fact that it's at Villa Park as well I think Jack on the left if he's on his game if him and Target are linking up I think Aurier can be a bit suspect at right back. Mm. He's a bit rash, isn't he? Mm. So I think that could be something that we could potentially target and look at. I mean, how many fouls does Jack buy? Mm. How many times does Jack get fouled? He's coming up against one of the clumsiest fullbacks in the Premier League. I think that's something Villa have got to take advantage of. Definitely. So there's positives there for sure. I'm just annoyed that we lost that game before the international break because I do feel there'd be a real like, buzz now if it wasn't for that. Yeah. I still think the atmosphere will be up, but it's annoying that we lost that game and it's such a crucial game as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any surprises you see in, in Villa's starting lineup? Not really. I think it'll be pretty much the same team that, that, that it was against Bournemouth, except for Engels might come in for Concer. Yeah. Concer's not fit. Yeah. Th- Engels, there's an argument for him to come in anyway for either either Concer or Horse because I thought he looked good when he came on. Yeah, we talked about Dan- Danny Drinkwater just briefly. He was kind of out. With, with injury, is he? Do, do we know I where, where he is? I think he's fit, so he's yeah. up for contention. Yeah, but I'd be shocked contention. if he broke up Louis and Nakamba. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. All right, then let's get a score prediction from you. What are you thinking? I'm gonna go two-one Villa. I'm gonna go brave. You don't look oh. convinced by that. No, I, I mean, any score I say, I don't look convinced of. But I'm just gonna go for two-one because at some point we do have to beat a team like that in the league, mm. and I do think it's the best chance we'll have. Mm. Where you? Uh, I'm going to go one all. Draws are no good, Tom. No, I, listen. Wins I, are what we need. If you wanted me to say what I want to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Uh, but I, I suppose we're a good team. Winning's the currency we need. Yeah, for sure. I, I just, I, I feel like, I, I just feel like it's going to be a draw. Because you're right, we do need to win. And I, I just don't see where that's coming from. Uh, I f- kind of feel like a draw is optimistic. Which We don't get many draws. Yeah. We draw the least in the league. Yep. Four. Joint least. With Burnley. Not many draws. Oh, no. Manchester City, three. Oh, OK. I mean, I don't even look up there, Tom, to be honest. <laughs> I don't look that high at the table. Uh, Liverpool have drawn one. OK, well, yeah. They would just don't we discount Liverpool from everything. Yeah. Should we start again? Because I'm going to like we did earlier. Oh, all right, mate. Don't ruin it. Uh, so you're going for a 2-1 win. Who's, yeah. who, who's your first goal scorer? It's a McGinn, then, which would be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, first goal scorer will be... 
It's going to be a Spurs player. It's going to be... New signing Stephen Bergwin. No, because I can't say his name. <laughs> I'm, going to go, I'm going to go with him. Go with Deli Alley. Deli Alley. I'm going to go... We're going to win 2-1 there. Nice. Well, that's a nice comeback, that. Yeah, Samata's going to score. And... Tyro Mings is going to score the winner. Very nice. A header. We're, gonna, we're on the rampage with headers we? now after Samata's header against Bournemouth. It's all yeah. coming in. I'm going to go for a Jack Grealish goal uh, for Villa. 1-0 up and then they'll peg us back late on. That's uh, the spirit, Tom. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds about right, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, he's, if he's going to sound about right, they'll score two in the last five minutes. That's true. It's very true. All right, that's enough from the yeah. preview, I think. There will be fan cams after after the game with yourself and Liam. Um, At this stage, it's probably just Liam, let's face it. Yeah. I let Liam get on with it. Yeah, yeah. you just, just run away. It's a good experience for the last Yeah, no, totally. Uh, there will be a podcast next week as well. Yep. We'll, we'll dissect whatever happened in this game. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to announce, say, what was in the podcast, touch yeah, yeah. we said in the podcast. And if you don't listen to the podcast... Uh, we... I mean, I'd be shocked if there's anyone that watches match previews and doesn't listen to the podcast. That doesn't seem right. If you don't if you don't watch uh, watch the podcast, we have announced that we are going to be stopping the Villa View after the League Cup final. Um, go back and watch the podcast if you'd like to know more about that, the reasons why. Uh, but we're also going to do a live show uh, on Friday the 28th of February at Villa Park in the Director's Lounge. Um Tickets are on sale on Friday. I'm not totally sure when this is going to be out. We're for Thursday for this to go out. So 200 tickets. Um, all of the all of the information will be on various social media channels and whatnot. So we'll make sure you get that if you if you would like to come to that. Please, um, just please hopefully someone wants to come. Yeah, it's going to be a good celebration of of hopefully. Channel. Uh, hopefully the channel, but also the League Cup final building up to that as well. Hopefully, but the main thing is raising money for the foundation because we did that well last time. Yeah, we're going to raise some money. Going to hopefully have some special guests, maybe some things to auction, give away, all that kind of stuff. So if you can be with us, that would be absolutely brilliant. All right, well all right. that's it. Let's uh, let's get a win on Sunday up the villa. Up the villa. If you enjoyed that video, why not watch another? Click the video choices on screen now to go and watch them in full. Be sure to subscribe to the channel by clicking our logo there on the left. Easy peasy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.